We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey there, Knicks fans. How you doing? We made it. <laughs> it's your boy, John of the Macri, with you for another episode of the Knicks Film School podcast. It feels like we have crossed that imaginary barrier. It is officially, I'm going to say it, it is officially basketball season. I know we're not playing real games for, what, about four weeks, three and a half weeks, whatever it is. Um, but we've we've come this far, and gosh darn it, we're going to celebrate. So happy, um, happy media slash content day to everybody out there. Um, and uh, to all of our Jewish friends, including the one I'm about to introduce right now. Happy Rosh Hashanah. Uh, happy, happy everything. Jeremy Cohen. To, to, I don't know which of those you want to celebrate first. Yeah. Uh, to everyone who's celebrating for Rosh Hashanah and uh, not looking forward to going a day without eating next week, but that's future me's problem. So. That's a, that's a that is a choice that you have made, my friend. There is no Catholic holiday, I don't think, that requires me to go. Claudia will probably remind me if there is. I'm forgetting. <laughs> requires me to go I, every time I fast for Yom Kippur, I just think of Ramadan, and it makes me feel a lot better because that is something that I don't know if I would have the willpower to do, and so many people in this world can do. So I feel like I can go 25 hours without food or water, and I can just contemplate all my sins and try to repent. 
and uh, that it's done. And then I can just, after that, start creating chaos in my life and then wait a whole year to do it all over again. And that's the circle of life. I saw a great tweet today that was like, uh, this person said something about being culturally Jewish but not necessarily religiously. So they have all of like the anxiety and guilt uh. with the religion, but not God in their life to kind of forgive them in that sense. I was like, yeah, I can, I can see that. Um, it sounds like you get a, get a jail free card, but you put in this one day a year and then you get to go crazy. for the yeah, I don't have to go to work. It's great. <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we all, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're here, right? We're here. We made it. Uh, what a summer it's been. Let us never speak about it again as long as we live. Um, and uh, we got to, uh, I'm not even going to call it media day or content day. It was, it was content slash media weekend because it really started with the president of the Knicks, Leon Rose, um, delivering a uh, some, some missives. I don't, I don't know what the proper word is for what that was. Um, on what was that? I, I, was it Saturday night, Sunday night? I don't know. It's all blending together. It was over the weekend. That's Friday night. Friday night. There you go. So, um, time flies. And uh, yeah, then continued today with Monica McNutt ask, answering or asking um, several Knicks some questions and uh, the Knicks social media team following those players around with cameras after they answered said questions as they did all manner of things uh, tasked of them uh, by uh, by the Knicks. And then we got some actual Q&A from some of the media members. And, um, you know, there was some stuff that we'll, we'll talk about, but I'll just open, throw it to you. Any initial impressions of today, the Rose thing, any anywhere you want to go? Apathy. <laughs> Like I, <laughs> I, like I just, this is the first year in a while where media day rolls around. It's like, Oh, that's right. It's here. It's something that in the past I've really looked forward to. And it's not because, you know, I'm like super down on this team. I, I think it's, it's fine. I don't really know what to make of it. It's, it's a, it's a youth movement. That's not a youth movement. So I'm hopeful that something can break through. Obviously I, I just, it, there's not a lot of excitement. Like, from Friday to today, it's all just standard PR answers that we we could have written. No, right. That's all it is. It's just wanting to hear it from them, and I don't need to hear them. I think there's some people who really do. That's great. That's not me. I just don't care. What I care about is going to be how the players work on the court. And until then, I don't really care how much talking gets done. I just want their play to speak for it. So it's great that we got to see them all be happy. I was happy. I'm happy that it's the start of Knicks basketball coming back. So that's really exciting. But, you know, I just, uh, the words felt largely empty and, uh, and that's okay. That's what these media days are for. They are to kind of churn content and get us back into the swing of things. So well, unless you're. Unless you're in Phoenix right now, uh, which maybe we'll touch on. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, I mean, a lo- it seems like so many of these players do not have media training and that yeah. their PR, the team PR people were just nowhere to be found because there were some comments that were just ridiculous and mm-hmm. some that were egregious and some that were just absurd. And I'm Look really happy that the most ball. boring thing I know. Uh, you see, the thing oh, is, I, I, I glanced at it on Twitter. Did he basically just like, he said something about my approaches, right? Would you like to? Yeah. So this is the thing, though. I what, all I saw was the context of the one tweet where Lamella Ball was saying that he would want 
Miles Bridges back. But I think what's important and gets lost in a lot of the media day is the context that comes with these things. And I'm not speaking for Lamelo. I don't know what the context was before or after, but it could have been, you know, was it that they were simply saying, do you want, you know, what do you see with this team? And he's like, well, I know Miles is a talented player. Obviously I would want him back, but knowing that there's a serious nature going on and not overlooking that. But I also really don't know. Like the uh, Christian Wood, when he was told about a sixth man. Oh yeah. First I've heard of that. Right. And when you read it on Twitter, it's wow. That's hilarious. Oh my God. And when you see the clip, it actually seems like it's more tongue in cheek. And he says it almost sarcastically. And I could be reading into that wrong. He could have actually been dead serious about it because then he tweeted LOL, which could have been like LOL at the Mavs or is it LOL at the reaction to this because they're on the same page. I mean, the idea of starting JaVale McGee over Christian Wood. All right. That's your prerogative, Dallas. I'm happy to have your pick as long as it's above uh, 11, but, or what, 11 to 30, regardless, it's still media day can be challenging because when you want to give the right answer, it can be wrong. And when you give the wrong answer, it's really bad. So uh, glad the Knicks didn't have anything that was really that chaotic. That's the best thing to take away from this. Yeah. um, I think, well, I I do want to just say we're recording this on Monday at about seven o'clock. Part of me feels like this is a little bit like a uh, like a mediocre Marvel movie where the best part is the stinger because uh, one person who hasn't spoken yet is Tom Thibodeau and uh, he is going to, uh, in all likelihood, have his first media availability after practice on uh, Tuesday. Uh, which you know I don't I have no idea what's going to be asked of him. I have some ideas potentially about what what might get brought up uh but i would not be surprised if there was an eyebrow raising quote or two to come from tibbs that being said he is he talk about someone with media training tibbs was what he's doing in front of microphone so anything that comes out from him is going to be very intentional and i would not expect him to do anything to to upset the apple cart uh yeah i i i'm so happy you said what you said because I was coming on here and I was thinking about this today. I'm like, man, am I just getting too old for this shit? <laughs> I like, you know, I was watching the clips and I'm reading the quotes and I'm like, this is all I just I don't care about any of this. I, I'm not like I remember. And this probably is not something I should admit because I was a like a 35 or 36 year old man at the time. But like the media day in 2018 with all the dogs and the, the, with the W, of course, and all that bullshit. I ate that shit up. You know, and I was like, after the summer that we had with the Durant thing, I like I needed that and I ate it all up. And I was like, here we go. Um, I I could see looking at some of the stuff that was said today, like, the you know, the RJ, we're going to shock the world. And uh, that's probably the most notable, but, you know, probably a quarter or other or, or other from from some of the players. Like, yeah, I could see getting gassed up about that. I'm not. It sounds like you're not. I have a feeling a lot of other Knicks fans are not. Um, and they just kind of want to be like, all right, let's. Let's get to the games. Um, yeah, I don't like uh, the, the Rose thing. Do you want to, should we talk about the Rose interview? Like, I don't, it, it happened. He did it. Uh, didn't look altogether comfortable to me, but that's my opinion. Do, do you feel differently? I, for full disclosure, I was on vacation at the time. And uh, I haven't missed much. And that's why, because I've seen a lot of. Did you see the looking into the camera bit? <laughs> I did not. I did not. Oh, that. my God. But, oh, uh, my God. I was watching to go watch it. So he's I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. So he's he wait. Andrew has something for us. 
Keep going. Through the magic of the internet, I can go get it real quick and have Jeremy watch it live on on the show. But yeah, we should do that. That would be a good thing. I prioritize my trip over seeing Leon Rose give the answers I was expecting Leon Rose to give. Which says everything you need to know about. Right. And uh, I eat up as much Knicks content as you can imagine. So that is why I just didn't need to do it. But I'm excited to see this reaction. Should be a lot of fun. But based on what he was saying, again, it was like the letter personified or, or, you know, more vocal. Let's see this bad boy. There he is. For the fans. That's you. First of all, I just want to say thank you very much for your unwavering support. You guys are truly the greatest fans in the world. Thank you. And (laughs) I really think you're going to have a you're going to love this team. You're going to love rooting for this team. They're a young hungry group of guys that are going to work every day to try to get better. They're going to bring it every night for you. They're going to do everything in their power to make you proud. And I want you also to know that the lift that you give them is appreciated and felt every night. There's nothing like a crowd at the garden supporting the team. And I can't wait to see all of you soon. That's the camera for the fans. That's you. So he can't wait to see It'll all be great. of us. Soon. Wow. You know, I, I regret not seeing that because I would have been a lot more excited for media day had I <laughs> witnessed that bad boy beforehand. Wait, hold on. Let me just make sure Andrew, is this, this is the camera with Jeremy in it? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, let me tell you about our malnourished children and how you must <laughs> raise them. Uh, Give them the strength they need. Yeah, so this was this was the this was the thing. Um, he didn't speak at media day. He didn't. Or obviously, he didn't answer questions from the assembled media. And I just, I want to just make very clear: anything we say that is like in any way tongue in cheek or like borderline disparaging about media day or anything like that, in no way is that uh, should that be taken as like anything against like Monica McNutt or Monica McNutt or Alan Hahn, who did like a great job doing their jobs. This is what they are paid to do: is do these interviews and like but they are paid by MSG. So there, there's certain questions that you're probably not going to get. Um, did I mind it? Like I'm in the same boat as most Nick fans where it's like, I don't need to see Leon Rose squirm up there. That said, are there some answers that I kind of would have liked to hear? Yeah, sure. Am I going, you know, am I losing sleep over it? No, that's really it. Yeah. Again, I'm just going to say, I, I just don't care. It's the same thing. It's I understand why and not to rehash conversations that have been had before i get why members of the beat and the national media don't like the fact that they don't have the access that they want i get that at the same time it is just a completely different beast than any other market any other team it does it does that mean they should not get a fair crack no not necessarily but i know that they can also do their jobs from afar the same way that we're doing ours right now i respect it I know they need things to do, but at the end of the day, if people if people really cared about the quotes like they did years ago when there was less access to content, when the Knicks were not trying to go the direct-to-consumer route, which they are trying to, especially when it comes to cutting the cord and, and all these different things, then I would understand why the access is so crucial. And the access is important, but we have more access as fans right now that it kind of fills the need. And... You just have to adapt and you have to work with what you got. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about Factor. Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves you time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup. No dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with 29 meal options each week, I'm never bored. Going off script for this next part to tell you just how convenient and delicious I've found Factor. My to-do list is usually never-ending. I rarely have time for meal prep. When Factor sent me a box to test out, I chose the extra protein option. They sent me a week's worth of meals, and I had no idea just how convenient this was going to be. Each meal comes pre-prepared. You just put it in the microwave for two minutes, wait another two minutes for it to cool down, and boom, in four minutes, my meal is ready, and it's delicious as well. Last night while I was editing this podcast, I heated up the pork shepherd's pie with white cheddar Yukon mash and roasted green beans. Not only was the prep time non-existent, but I was able to get a lunch break in and still get the podcast out for all of you to hear without taking a significant break. They have plenty of other meal options as well. There's vegan and veggie meals, keto, low-calorie options, cold-pressured juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, the one I chose, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Don't hesitate. 
Head to go.factor75.com slash filmschool130 and use promo code filmschool130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's filmschool130 at go.factor75.com slash filmschool130 for $130 off. We have a certain type of access. I don't want to do the whole media conversation now because I've just, I, I'm just down the mood. But like, you know, look, here, here's and actually, you know, this is a good transition to um, to I, as Andrew told you, I, I, I did want to say a little something about the discourse surrounding the team already and specifically around around Tibbs. Um, you know, Leon said in a few different ways that he was excited about the kids. He was you know, excited about the young players on this team. Uh, he, he spoke very highly, obviously, of R.J. Barrett. You know, we extended him this and that. And. You know, and again, it's not Alan Hahn's not going to sit up there and grill him about the reports that emanated from the Donovan Mitchell trade discussions. Um, and he's not going to hold his feet to the fire on something like the fact that the RJ extension was tweeted out within whatever it was, 90 seconds of the Mitchell trade being announced uh, and like why they did that. And like, what is that? You know, is that supposed to send a message or this and that? Like, that's not what Han's going to sit up there and do. Um, try to make Leon look bad. I mean, it's a, it's a, that's the difference. Right. And again, I'm not losing any sleep over that too much, but at the same time, I feel like the discourse already around things is basically like, and you alluded to it already. It's a youth movement, but it's not really a youth movement because first and foremost, look at the head coach. And I feel like there's a lot of people looking at the coach and being like, Tibbs is still here. Uh, Oh my God, this is just going to be the same shit where see my, my daughter does not, she she thinks very unhappy. Like many fans, like many fans feels like, Tom Thibodeau should have been fired um, already. And I just want to sit here and say right now, I don't blame anybody at this point for being like, Tib should have lost his job. Tib should lose his job. The only thing I want to say is, is this. I'm going to try to do it as quickly as possible. As you've pointed out many times, the front office is going to get one coach. Man, my daughter really does not like Tom Thibodeau, apparently. Um, they're, they're only prob- they may, may only get one coach to fire, right? This is you've said this several times. Mm-hmm. Okay. They did not want to play that card yet, or they have not wanted to play that card yet. They could have played it at the all-star break last year, could have played it the day after the season ended, could have played it any time over the summer. They play it right now if they want. They have not played that card. And I'm gonna get back to why they haven't played that card in a second. What they have done though. Last summer, a year ago, summer of 2021, is they went out and signed not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, but six veterans to contracts that were guaranteed multi-years. Jeremy, I'm sure you know this already, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you know how many other teams signed guaranteed contracts to veterans of at least two years in the NBA last summer? Not a lot. That would be zero. Yep. The Knicks were the only ones. And then this summer... They went out, they gave Jalen Brunson $100 million, and they gave Isaiah Hartenstein his contract, two years guaranteed. They didn't dump Derrick Rose, but I'm sure there was probably a place they could have dumped Derrick Rose. They did not pay a pick to dump Julius Randle when, you know, how realistic was that? We don't really know. So I'm going to give them a little bit of a pass on that, although they did sign Randle to the extension, but I digress. Anyway, 
all these actions by the, the front office speak to where what what they want and they want wins. They want the Knicks to win games. And the fact that they went and tried very hard, ostensibly, it would seem to get Donovan Mitchell, um, it, including R.J. Barrett in those discussions, would also seem like evidence of the fact that they very much want to win games. And then I get brings me back to the fact that Tibbs is already catching all the shit because if the season goes sideways and they're playing the vets too much, it's Tibbs, it's Tibbs, it's Tibbs. Yes, it's Tibbs. I mean, the first part, I, I'm done. I'm done defending him. If he didn't see enough last year to know that he should be playing Emmanuel quickly and Quentin Grimes and Obi top in bigger minutes, that's on him. He should get it by now. If he doesn't get it, then something's fucking wrong. He's an inflexible old coach that needs to go where I just want to recenter the conversation is for everybody at least to acknowledge that if you're going to put the blame there, also, please put the blame where it deserves just as much, if not more so, to go. And that's on the front office, who, again, hired this man over the likes of Kenny Atkinson and other more developmental coaches because this is what they wanted. And it's what they still want. And you could say they haven't fired him because they still want wins. Or you could say they haven't fired him yet because if they do, it makes their the, their fannies a little hotter. The seats under their, their fannies a little hotter. Either way, it's not great. And I just, I don't know. I feel like that hasn't been acknowledged. So then it brings me back to when Leon Rose doesn't get pressed on like, hey, you said a lot of flowery things about the kids and you love the kids and this and thing. Well, but what about this report and that report that, you know, and it, and we didn't get that, which is, again, fine. I would just like us to all be open and honest about what's going on. That's it. That's all. I'm done off my soapbox. I'm going to, this is me burning my soapbox because I'm not going to get on it again the rest of the season. I'm done. Yeah. You know, I, I get that. I agree that there is, there should be access, not in the same way because Tibbs is the head coach. He is the one who is going to get up there after every game. And sometimes maybe even speaking before the games and, and just talking with members of the media. And I understand that there is, there's a desire to at least hear from Leon Rose once a year. It's more that like I look at Sam Presti and how I I go back and forth with the Thunder because on one hand, I understand that he saw there's a team that overachieved and he wanted to strip it to the studs. On the other hand, I see that they have a legitimately good player in Shea Gilgis Alexander and the injuries that he suffers at the end of the season seem a bit embellished. And it's they are kind of the face of tanking, whereas a lot of other teams can get by without the uh, pearl clutching. Mm. But even so, it feels like he kind of. I saw Benji was in the trenches fighting with Thunder. Oh yes, he was. That was nice, uh, nice little piece of my vacation when I did go on Twitter. But it's like to me, it looks at I look at Sam Presti and he's got this war chest, obviously, but he just he's like a a really great um, used car salesman. He just, he's as open as possible. He gives you everything you need to know. And as a result, he's beloved. The process might be crap in the eyes of a lot of people because sure. it's very easy to tear things down. It's harder to build them back up. And I think he is doing a good job of building them back up, but it's also hard to know because they're still in that process of collecting blue chip prospects. But he gets up and speaks for two hours. And again, he's praised for it, but the content of what he says doesn't necessarily align with what the NBA's product should be, which is to win games. No. And I respect that Tibbs does try to win games. Again, every, I shouldn't say every, almost every, well, no, every NBA coach 
wants to win games. But they also there's some who understand yeah. the position that they're in where like pop getting in front of the microphone and saying like I probably shouldn't say this but bet, if you're going to Vegas don't bet us on uh, like don't bet us to win the championship because they're realistic and I think the thing that bugs me with Tibbs is that all right so this front office wants to win games got it Tibbs wants to win games obviously got yeah. that the players want to win games of course where. And how do we judge Tibbs at the end of the season, right? Because to me, it's the only way that we can kind of foresee it is we'll know it when we see it. But, you know, if they win games, it's obvious things are going in the right direction. If they don't win games and they're in that, what, 31 to 39 win mark that you had talked about? Yeah. I think that was the range. Let's like, call it like 34. Sure. Like the, like, the doomsday scenario, 34, that, 35. Are we basically, you know, saying, well, Tibbs had a bunch of young players and, and that was the issue, which again, I, uh, the young players can help the Knicks win. We've seen them do that ability, but, or is it the other op, you know, the other way around where I, j- I just don't know where the line well, is to judge him. And that's, what's so frustrating for me. And for this team as a whole is that it's kind of an anything goes season. And yet I, I don't, I just don't know what that means in terms of expectations and accountability. And that, that right there to me, your confusion there. It rests on the front office. That's a front office, but the front office, issue. the front office is not going to come forth and be like, "Hey, we we plan on winning this." Many no, games. but you know, you know how they could have come forth and and said, "This is what we're really about." Fire Tibbs a year ago, hired a coach who is clearly going to be more about development. Oh, oh, and hold on, not sign Jalen. I mean, look, we love Jalen Brunson. I love Jalen Brunson. You love Jalen Brunson. We're all high on Jalen Brunson. Not sign Jalen Brunson. Hand the starting point guard keys to Emmanuel quickly. Do what it takes to trade Julius Rand or trade Julius Randle so Obi, Obi Toppin gets more time. Hey, how about this one? Not sign Isaiah Hartenstein. So the kid you uncovered with the 58th pick in the draft, Jericho Sims gets time. He's now out of the rotation. Who who signed Hartenstein? The front office did. Again, we're all, we've all sat here and praised a lot of these moves. I still praise them, but to it's it's to me it's like to then turn around and you're gonna you know bash tips for like fine bash him for playing 48 five or 10 or 15 too many minutes i'm all for it but in the same breath that's all i'm asking for bash tips in the same breath also make sure you you equalize the blame that's all that uh, my point yeah. is but there's a difference and i know you know this i know you're not necessarily arguing otherwise but there's a very big difference between going forward and signing the best point guard the knicks have seen in 15 years they should have versus that. giving jericho sims extended minutes there are subtle differences in how they've gone about this, but what is being asked for by some, it seems, is full-on youth movement when nothing about how the front office is operated would seem that that is what they have ever intended on doing at any point in time, other than if you want to say the last 15 to 20 games of last season, which again, all the blame absolutely deserves to, to go to Tibbs for being a stubborn ass in terms of how he managed that situation. But to me, the problem isn't a lack of a youth movement because it's not the problem at, for me either. Right. But it's, it's not, I don't want the team to be purged of veterans. It's just, I also see a surplus of younger players that need to get into, you know, into the rotation, yeah. but there are financial constraints that cause that to not happen. Or there are players whose presence is simply n- not movable at this very moment. And I understand you because yes, it is in the front office and that's not where I would disagree. It's more the matter of how you can find a way 
to not just purge the purge the veterans because again, it's not necessarily what I want. It's to find a cohesive mixing and matching that does work. Yeah, that's all. no. I agree. Like, if you get Jalen Brunson, which the Knicks did, that's the other frustrating thing about this season. This season has had so this off season had so many what ifs and almost that it made what it was actually a solid off season feel like crap. <laughs> like they, again, it, if if you told me that the Knicks would turn rotation players, some of whom were just not playable um, or not wanted into a starting caliber point guard. Sign me up, right? Especially on a good contract that descends. Perfect. It's then they didn't get Jaden Ivey. They didn't get Donovan Mitchell. You know, they they didn't move Julius Randle. Evan Fournier is still here. Cam Reddish is still here. How you are able to find the right roles for these players, that's going to be up to Tibbs. And I don't envy the position that he is in and the position that the front office has put him in in order to sift through these things. But it seems to me that what the front office is trying to do is create significant depth to the best of their abilities yes. so that they can then cash those chips in without feeling like they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. And the way that they had to do it was by extending someone like Mitchell Robinson going out and getting. Jalen Brunson, Isaiah Hartenstein. The difference between the last year was that they ran it back, obviously, but the way that they wanted to operate because the players were not performing to the level in which that they wanted them to, their values cratered. Yeah, and then it created a whole the problem. Situation. Like, right, like, it turns out Alec Burks, his foot injury actually seems more significant, not serious, but and, more significant than it was let on. Announced today in three is, weeks. Right, yeah. Nose Noel is still rehabbing from plantar fasciitis. So, like they pivoted, they saw something was wrong and they obviously made the mistake, but they corrected it by getting a better player and consolidating the roster a little bit, but they still haven't fully consolidated the roster to the, to the level that we want it to be. And now and until they do that, it's just going to feel like, eh. and, and now I it, I really it requires, I, I would argue a coach with a deft, a deft, deft, did I say that word correctly? Deft touch to really walk a fine line between, again, wanting you, have, you want to have your cake and you want to eat it too. And I'm, I mean, again, I've defended the men to, to uh, up and down. He's not that coach. He's not that coach. He's not. So and if he's not that coach, then what is he doing here? Exactly. They, and that's they, my, and that's they my want point. him here. So that's, that's why point. he's here. Okay. Yeah. That's all. That's all. We, we are in agreement, which is, 100%. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Okay. It was never, that was never, a point where I think we differ, but I'm glad we could at least talk it through, yeah. get it out of the way, move on to next season. And because again, unless things go really downhill, I just don't see him getting fired mid season, but mid season, it's a daunting uh, schedule in, in November, December. So boy, they would have to be, we'll see. I was looking at the first 17 games. So they, they open in Memphis and then they have three, a three game homestand that they'll be favored in all those games. God willing, they win all those games after that. They are going to be underdogs almost certainly in 10 of their next 13 games after that. And there's a lot of dicey ones in there where it's like, man, they better beat Detroit, you know, uh, on the road. And like, they better beat Utah on the road. And like, they better beat OKC at home. And like all these, like the winnable games, like, man, can you imagine if they, if they drop some of those because the rest of that early schedule through essentially the month of November, Ooh, boy. Um, I can't imagine, by the way, because the Knicks lost two games in the Magic last <laughs> exactly. year. They lost to the youngest and rotation to the in NBA history. They lost two uh, games to the Thunder, two so. games to the Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure they had some other not great uh, performances in there as well. 
Smooth Sack Summer is slowly coming to an end, fellas. If you haven't been scaping for the summer sun, it's not too late to sweep your sack of those pesky pubes. As summer comes to an end, keep your boys clean and fresh just in time for fresh ball fall. The leader in below-the-waist grooming is here to make sure your pubes feel smoother than a beach ball and smell fresher than your girl's pumpkin spice. Start the new season the right way and join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FILMSCHOOL at manscaped.com. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to keep your sweet, sweet sack in check. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear Hair and Nose Hair trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RP motor, a new multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? Whether you're hopping in the shower or hitting up the lake, this razor will devour even the strongest pubes. Now that your sack is smooth, lather up with Manscaped's liquid formulations to get that fresh ball fall freshness with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant to stay cool in the heat. Their soothing aloe vera formula is the best in the business for below-the-waist freshness, and the clear drying formula keeps your sack looking and smelling good. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. That'll bring your comfort to another level at home and on the go. Keep yourself groomed from head to toe with their Shears 2.0, a luxury nail grooming kit. This kit includes stainless steel nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. With the performance package, your balls will be ready to impress, but make sure you cover the rest with the Shears 2.0. Don't hesitate. Get 20% off and free shipping with code FILMSCHOOL at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with the code FILMSCHOOL at manscaped.com. Keep things smooth and fresh as we say sayonara to smooth sack summer and hello to fresh ball fall.